Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 318. You heard me, an even-numbered episode. My name is Chamberlain. Chance is here. Chance, how you doing? Ah, another day. Yeah, Alex is not here. Alex is making fat stacks, and that is literally what he told us. Mm-hmm. He's making fat stacks. Extra thick. Come June, we should be back on track for all three of us to be in the same place at the same time. But until then, you have to make do with two. Well, see, from my end, it's a short news week. That's you, true, because it's Saturday from, and then today, yeah. yeah. From Saturday to today is a lot shorter than from but Thursday there's, to Thursday. There's tantalizing Konami news, which we'll get to in a little bit. That's ah, a rumor. I know, but... And you know what? We'll get to it, and I'll explain why there's no reason to be hyped for this at all. Uh, even if it's true. Even if it's true, there's no reason to be hyped Because the names attached it. to it are not hype-worthy. Is the, uh, well, that too. That too. Uh, so uh, the sequel to uh, Sultan Sanctuary came out, eh? Oh, it did. Did you actually play it? Uh, so yeah, I was I was checking that out, and I was like, or I could just keep playing Elden Ring, and then I did. So is it I? Is it Sultan Sacrifice? Mm-hmm. Mm. Is it also two D? Yes. Same two person team? No, they they divorced. They were husband and wife, and they divorced. I think. Oh shit! I forgot so, about that. That's the impression I get. So yeah, it's a different art style, but the oh. animation is very similar. The combat looks very similar. The mechanics of how you fight look very similar. It's a sequel to that game, basically. Just with a slightly different art style. I think it's actually better. How is it doing review-wise? Let's see here. Oh. I would imagine it's doing okay. Because the last one, oh, it's 70s, which is not bad for an indie game. Yeah. I wonder how, because I felt like the last one was like an 80s, wasn't it? Let's see. PC Salt and Sacrifices in the 70s. Salt and Sanctuary. Which, remember, you actually bought me like way back in the day. I loved Salt and Sanctuary. Salt and Sanctuary is in the mid-80s. So, yeah, yeah, it looks like the first game was better. Well, no, that's not necessarily true. This could merely or, be as good as the first game. People are like, well, that's not good enough for a sequel. <laughs> I, could, I could read a review and look into this or just make assumptions from afar, and I think I've chosen my course. Yep. Yeah, well, Salt and Sacrifice isn't just a great game. It's a great sequel, blah, blah, blah. Huge disappointment. Not on Steam. I want to play it on Steam. Actually, it's, it's getting review-bombed by people because it's not on Steam for some oh, reason. Oh, that's weird. Well, is it like an Epic Store exclusive or something? Might be. B PS4, PS5, Ska Studios must be on an Epic. Yeah, well. Or not on PC at all. They might have paid for exclusivity. They really did a big uh, marketing push for the first one. They did. And they, they have done a little for this one. Someday, Elden Ring will release you from its tantalizing claws. One day. And we'll go and play other things. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just going to curl up here for a while. Come on, God of War I, comes out this year. I like it here. That's what they say. I like it here. Um, so I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I'm sure you two talked about the uh, delays. <clears throat> what delays? Freaking, um, oh, that, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, That like, was my fourth quarter. But those are, first of all, those are good decisions in terms of the quality of the game. Yes, it is. And as a Sony fanboy, it's just delicious. It's delicious to me. <laughs> I, yeah, that that Xbox that has no true. games. I'm sorry. Xbox really has don't. no games this year. Xbox it's has like... published more games on PlayStation in the last year than they. Or Xbox Studios have published more games on PlayStation in the last year than they have on Xbox. Yeah, and yet they continue to make money. So I suppose they don't really care. I wonder if this was Microsoft going. Listen, take your time. We can't have another Halo. Yes. Yeah. Because Halo Infinite is, is is dead. It's dead. Well, I, I believe season two came out. Doesn't matter. Uh, Jason Schreier was speaking to some of the devs on that team a year ago, 
And a year ago, they were saying, like, we're kind of concerned we really don't want to be the next cyberpunk. That was literally what was cited. Yeah. It's like Bethesda was worried about... And not only that, but when, and we said last week, like, when a Bethesda game comes out, yes, it's huge and super interesting and all that jazz. It's still just a Bethesda game. There's going to be issues. There's going to be jank. The combat's not going to be very fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's still kind of the case. And just because they were bought by Xbox doesn't mean that suddenly they're it's making Naughty Dog that. games. Yeah, it's Bethesda. Yeah. It's still yeah. Bethesda. Yeah, they're not they're not suddenly going to be Naughty Dog, and neither will... Um, oh, fuck. The studio that's... The, the RPG studio they bought. Obsidian. Neither will Obsidian. Obsidian. Yeah, Obsidian, like, Obsidian makes great games that are janky. They're great games, and they've never done a AAA. The closest they've no. ever done AAA is South Park. That's true. Mm-hmm. Very true, actually. So I put up a video this week uh, called Stormvale Lion. I saw that. That's the one where the other guy jumped in, right? The, the, yeah. Someone else. Yeah. Basically, the opposite of you. Mm-hmm. The, the rules for the rules for this are: if I'm playing through this dungeon solo, I can't be invaded. As soon as I summon someone to help me, as in you summon Stormvale Angel into your game to help you beat Stormvale. Mm-hmm. You can potentially be invaded if you summon two helpers. Your potential for invasion shoots up. Like okay. you, you get have a higher. So chance you are now out there. You're online. You are exposed. Mm. Okay. And it's not like anyone's out there saying, "I'm going to involve. I'm going to invade Greg's game just to fuck up Greg's day." You have no sort of choice like that in the matter. Mm, okay. You you can set up kind of like fight clubs. You could set up groups who want to fight each other if you want to do that. But it's designed so I guess it's hard for you to grief one person in particular. And so as I did, the Stormbell Angel character was kind of a reaction to both uh, Let Me Solo Her, which I think you're yeah. familiar with. I know who that is, yep. yep. And Mourn Nightmare, which I think I talked about. Do you yeah. remember that guy? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I met Mourn Nightmare, who was this guy who was just dedicated to stopping people from beating Castle Mourn. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but he was doing it with a completely unreasonable OP build for level 20. Like, this shit that he had. Um, and so Stormville Angel was kind of a response to that. I'm just going to help people do this. And I was waiting for someone to show up in Stormville Castle who was doing the more nightmare thing in Stormville. Okay. Like a, a yin to my yang. And I thought it was Stormville Lion. It's not. Oh. There's a guy I've bumped into repeatedly over the last three days called Fallen Templar. Hmm. Uh, he uses a lot of fire magic, he uses big weapons, and what he does is he gets ahead of uh, whatever the host is doing in the in the level, and he puts like a permanent strength buff on enemies. I Hang on a second. Wow. I, I don't know what he's doing, but I'll find enemies with like this red glow coming off of them. And he's clearly done something to them because it's the same red glow that comes off of him when I fight him. Um, and what's crazy about it is I will kill, we will kill him and then keep on trucking through the level. And 10 minutes later, I'll find an enemy who's still got this buff going on. Them. <laughs> so I don't know what the buff is. I don't know what he's doing. Um, it is fun. I've defeated him a lot of times. And the only times he wins is when his ploy of leading the host towards enemies so he can have allies to fight with when that wins. And it drives me crazy, like the host is running towards him into the gauntlet of uh, ballistas, and I'm like 50 yards back going, hey! Slow down, stop. We should go yeah. in the other fucking direction! And the host just goes in there and dies, and there's, you know, there's no cure for stupid. I can't help yep. that. We move See, on. See, I would be very interested to know how they do their matchmaking, 
Because I wonder if that person is somehow geographically close to you. Uh, well, I'm set for cross-region matchmaking, so I don't think that's the case. Uh, I think okay, this, okay. I think the strength of your connection will involve, but but explicitly what limits your ability to random hookup co-op. Like I could be level, I could be level two hundred with level twenty-five weapons. You could be level zero with weapons that have never been upgraded. If we put each other in a group, and I say my group's name is uh, David, and the password is David, and then you said your group name to David with the password David, you and I will only see each other's summon signs, regardless of our level difference. Okay. But when you're doing something like I'm doing, where you're just like, or if an invader, what an invader would do is you are explicitly, narrowly hooked up with people within a certain band. As someone with level six swords, I can be grouped up with someone who has at least level three swords. Okay. You, you have to have gotten your sword to level three just to invite me. And if you've gone beyond probably 12 or something, or if you've gone up to level You're past 13, the barrier. Yeah, you now you can't yeah. summon me at all. Um, my level is 40, so people who are, I think, 29 can summon me up to 51, I think. Um, and it's, it's like that for invasions versus Ooh, random okay. invasions. But if you're setting up a group... It doesn't matter at all. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, I, I checked my numbers today to see where I'm at. I am For just... What? Total hours played? <laughs> no, not hours played. Uh, uh, as I as I do this, every time I beat... Um, uh, every time I beat Godric or help someone beat Godric, I get a rune arc. Oh, okay. And as I just kill enemies in the level and we kill bosses and shit, I get runes. I am just shy of 200 rune arcs at the moment on mm. just this character. And I'm currently sitting on 1,749,351 runes. Shit, what do you do with that? Uh, when, I, when I'm getting a little low on crab meat and uh, kurkri, which are the throwing knives that I use, I just go to the vendors yeah. and I buy them. And otherwise, okay. I have nothing to spend these runes on. <laughs> You're I rich just, but have nothing to do with it. Yeah. I just like having the stack, yeah. <laughs> the fat Ooh. stacks, all right. Oh, but I've, I've done a new thing, too. I have, like, programming for the character that I run through. Like, there are these keys in the level. I used to show people where the keys were. Now I don't. Because, you know, it's, it's just a little detour. It's a little extra time. They don't really care. And if they can open the door, they don't need the key. But if they can't open the door and you show them the key, that's a moment. Mm, okay. So in pursuit of something like that, what I decided what I decided I wanted to do last week was whenever I bump into a host who is also using the greatsword... Um, my pain on my first playthrough of Elden Ring was that I only had the one great sword, and yeah. I wanted I wanted two colossal swords, so I had to use this thing called like the Troll Knight's great sword for ninety percent of the game because you couldn't get a it's second great sword. Had, yeah, yeah. Period. Um, I've gotten to the point now where I can go and get a great sword and kill like a level seventy enemy or lure it to its death that has Bloodhound Step. And then apply Bloodhound Step onto the Greatsword, and then trade it to myself in about 20 minutes. Hmm, okay. So now what I do is if a host summons me in, and the host has a Greatsword, I will walk up nose to nose with that host, so he makes very clear that I'm talking to him. And I'll whip out a prattling pate that goes, You're beautiful. <laughs> and then I go into my inventory, and I leave him a cold-attuned Greatsword with Bloodhound Step on it. Okay. And when these guys pick it up, they freak the fuck out. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so fun to see. It's it's really I don't know. It's really rewarding. And I've I've went and gone the great sword like 
five times now just to make sure I always have one in stock. Because uh, it really is rewarding to get that reaction. And they always try to dual wield it like I do. You can't dual wield it like I do unless you have 31 strength, which no one fucking has at level 30 when they're summoning me. Yeah. You have to have 31 strength to hold it in one hand. And then, if you have two of them equipped, that's 50 equipment load right there. Uh, (laughs) Nothing else. You're naked now. Yes, so most people couldn't even walk. And the fact that I have two of these things and a pretty good set of armor, and I'm just like running around like a maniac. I've seen jumping at people, yeah. Yeah, no, my my character is kind of a maniac. But if I were to roll, it's this slow, slow thud (laughs) up on your feet kind of roll. You hit the ground, you're kind yeah. of stuck there for a little it, while. Yeah. It, it is useful, but there are iframes. Like, if I don't want to use a Bloodhound step, I can use it to dodge. It's just a much narrower band. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Time, right. I'm sorry, I'm still fucking loving it. <laughs> well, I, I think it's interesting you have run into people who are playing the opposite game as you, and are good at it, playing well, we'll, that game. Yeah, we'll see if we'll see if, uh, if uh, Fallen Templar keeps showing up. If he's still showing up next week, he's not just grinding through the castle, he's staying. We'll see. Yeah. I'm interested. <laughs> and the only way to find out is to keep playing, I guess. I guess. Which so, you would have done anyway, so now. <laughs> probably. So in the past two weeks, I imagine you've gone through like three games. Uh, you, you... Not necessarily three. I did I did finish Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, but and... that, no, you, you, we already talked about finishing. We talked Ghostwire about Tokyo. that. Um, uh, I got to start and finish. Rogue Legacy 2. Uh, yes. And Rogue Legacy 2 is absolutely everything that a sequel should be it is it is how do i put this it is it's the same game mm-hmm. like literally it's the which same which was game. a fun game yes i'm, I'm not complaining that but that it's it's the same game but it there are more classes there are more weapons there's equipment now the areas are, are better laid out. There's more variety in the areas. In the first Rogue Legacy, it's kind of like just palette swaps for the areas. Yeah, there was now, like four areas. <clears throat> yeah, now you go into areas and some of them are more vertically arranged, some of them are more horizontally arranged. It's like they kind of use different seeds to hmm. to fit in these things. So it, it makes it better. The, the new art style is significantly better. Um, you can tell that it's spent a great deal of time in early access because it just, it just works. It just Ooh. feels good. It doesn't mean it's easy. I think this is actually harder than the last game was. Because some of the bosses are motherfuckers. <laughs> but, before every boss, there's a warp point. Okay. The boss kills you. After about two or three bosses, I unlocked the architect. Mm-hmm. You can go to the architect and have him lock the world down. Mm-hmm. Meaning you can teleport right back to where that boss is. First time, he takes 20% of your gold. Second time, it takes 50%. Eventually, he's taking all of your gold. Okay. But it doesn't matter because it allows you to pinpoint and grind on a boss. Oh. To... And you had to walk back on the previous game. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, you did. There were this, 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 this bit of, of nicety was not there before. So it, I think that allowed them to make the bosses more difficult, a little more interesting. Um, there's some straight-up bullet hell bosses that are hilarious because it's just, just fireballs and shit everywhere. Uh, the only downside I can come up with is just like the last game, there are some classes that are pretty much worthless. Yeah. They're just not much fun. Um, I did find that there's the barbarian class that does more damage when you're standing as opposed to in the air. Okay. I beat several bosses with her because that, it like doubled your damage if you're standing there. So it's no, like you're better stand, off standing but not moving? Or? Standing and not moving. Just standing whack and then move away. Oh, okay. 
I mean, if you jump with her, she does this kind of spinning attack, which is okay. But, but doing standing, double damage. Just, yeah, but standing, it's like bam, bam, and you back away. And you come back in and hit him again. And it worked really, really well. Um, I think that there, there's there's a <clears throat> a lot of um, very poorly explained story in there. To the point where it's definitely taking some hints from 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 software stuff. Where I think there's you're finding bits and pieces of story oh. through written logs and things like that. And it's it's the story itself is very dark compared to like the, what the game looks like. Okay. Like you're, you're you're getting into religious aspects of Cain and Abel and 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 you know reincarnation and and I mean it's like crazy stuff that is not explained very well. But then you have a cutesy guy who looks like a clown who double jumps with a fart, and it's just like doesn't it's just this, this disconnect there, um, which I suppose is fine. It, it it still works out that it's fun to play. So I I mean I think it took me, God, it took me like twenty hours, maybe twenty five hours, to get okay. through. Did you find it grindy? Because that's the complaint I see in reviews. Um, not particularly. I mean the the issue I ran into is sometimes you. I never put any money into the skill that you re-roll your heroes. So I would die, and there's your three. And sometimes you have three, and they're all shit. Yeah. At which point you just take one, and you just kill him immediately. And you jump back in with the next one. And it's fine. You don't really lose anything for it. That happens sometimes. Uh, I mean, there are some classes that are better for exploration than there are for fighting bosses. So you run into that, where you can be trekking along with one guy who's really good for getting gold... But you get to the boss, and the boss just kills you because it's just not that character. Mm-hmm. So I didn't find it necessarily grindy. Um, I, I watched some Let's Play stuff, and they were a significantly lower level than I was than some of the bosses, which tells me that I was dying a lot more than they were, which is quite believable because I'm not well, very good at these games. Those are professionals. Exactly. <laughs> these streamers have to, you know, they're getting paid sort of to do what they're doing. Um no, I did not find it grindy at all. I, I found it just, just kind of fun to play and move through. Sometimes you run into issues where the the procedurally generated level just puts together rooms that are just unfair. Oh. Like you have you have environmental hazards like saws or whatever, and then you have like a dozen enemies, and you walk in, and they just kill you. Just because the, the, the random combination of things in that room, you're done. You can't do it. At least I couldn't. Oh. Then, you, then you re-roll it, and you're okay. The, the last level was it was so massive that I had to kind of take care of it in chunks. Like, I locked it down, did half of it, unlocked it to get some gold, locked it down, did the other half of it. It's, it was just so big. And the end of it is you, you're trying to... It's hilarious. You find a dragon. The dragon's not the enemy. The dragon ate the guy you're trying to kill. But that guy's giving him indigestion, so he wants you to kill him, but he can't help you unless you release these two chains. Well, there's too many bosses, right? You fight the too many bosses, you release the chains... The dragon opens his mouth, and you can now jump into his stomach and fight the boss inside the dragon. <laughs> it's just awesome. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cool. Yeah. You, you you kill him, and, the, and you, you jump out, you jump out and, the, and the dragon's like, sweet. I was waiting for the other shooter drop, and you have to fight the dragon? No. The dragon's like, this is awesome, thank you, I need to heal up now. On your way. So it was it was really, really good. It, it's, I think it's similar to how Diablo 3 happened, where it just spent like a year getting beat on on PC. Mm-hmm. And it finally comes to console, and it's just like it's polished and done. It's a real it's shame just, it's luck to Xbox. Um, it is. I can't imagine it staying that way forever. I think oh, no. Rogue Legacy One is available on Sony on PS4 mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. so uh, it, it should eventually end that way. I mean, I I paid actual money for this. I did oh, not. Wow. This is not a Game Pass game. I bought it wow. because I knew that I was going to enjoy it. Paid money for a roguelite. 
Well, I I did because I knew the first game. And it's not it's it's barely a roguelite. It really you lose nothing. Like you die, you keep all your gold. Yeah, but you, you you but the previous you would have been really sad that you're you can't just restart where you were in the level. But see the thing is a younger you Jim. beat the first level and you can't you can't start where you left off, but you can warp right back to that the start of the level. Every individual area you can warp to eventually. So you don't need to you don't need to walk through the hub world. You can go to the hub world, jump on the teleporter, and teleport to the beginning of one of the other levels. We'll definitely check it out. It saves a ton of time, and and all you have to do is pay the mythical pizza delivery person like eighteen hundred gold, and you can use that teleporter forever. It's a one time investment. Now there there are all sorts of stuff I never touched. There's these interesting like like blood rooms or something where you go in and do, do challenges. You have to unlock challenges, and there's there's I want to say a third of the game that's just like challenge stuff hmm. that I never touched. It's very Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, that's it, like challenge dungeons almost. Where mm-hmm. It's just kind of it's there if you want it. It's hard. You could also once you beat it, like you beat it, you save the castle, and you run into the female version of Death of Charon. Okay. And she's like, listen, we're going to reset all this. You can do it again. If you want to earn better, I will handicap you in some way. And you can choose a handicap for the entire next run. Okay, like what? Like less damage. They do more damage. Enemies have more health. Stuff like that. You can choose a, or multiple handicaps to earn more gold the next time. But once you choose it and she resets it, you're stuck with that until you beat the game again. There's no way to just go, okay, fuck this, I'm going to start a whole new character? Well, I mean, you die, but the world is now handicapped in that yeah, way. Yeah, but you can't just like say, okay, I'm going to start nope. a new save slot or something. Well, yeah, there's, you have three save slots. Okay, there we go. So you, you can go, I don't want to do this anymore, I want, I want to play vanilla, and yeah. you can just go back to that. Okay. So it's... I, I watched, I mean, believe it or not, Yahtzee is still doing zero punctuation. Wow. He's okay. still doing it. I watched his... On Rogue Legacy 2. And and he's, he perfectly put it where this is... It's the kind of sequel that makes you never need to play the first game ever again. Mm. Ever. Because it's it does everything that one did, but better. And it was 20 bucks. I'm so, hoping Darkest Dungeon will become that game. Darkest Dungeon 2. They just added some stuff, didn't they? Yes, they did. Mm. Did you they, actually touch it yet? I Okay, here's, here's what I did. Here's what I did. <laughs> no, check this out. I really thought about it. <laughs> I really did. Like, it came up, and I was thinking about it, and I was, I was looking at, like, images of the new enemies, because it's like the, it's like they've added, they've added the, the sea enemies, basically, to this game, and they look okay. completely different from the, the fishman enemies in the first game, um, which is exciting on its own, Yeah. and the, what I, th- uh, the soundtrack for the cove in the first game uh, the combat against the fish people in the first game. I fucking loved that area in the first game. So it really did make me want to go back. And then I considered what it feels like to sit at my computer for any length of time. I was like, eh. Yeah. And then yeah. I considered spending the, you know, less than five minutes it would take just to hook it up to my big TV in the other room and then just go lay down and play it. Uh, and I was like, eh. or I could just help more people through Stormvale. That's super satisfying. I'll go do that. <laughs> and... The people, in, like, uh, you know, Alex made the joke, it's like a babysitter sim- simulator. It 100% is. These people fling themselves to their death willy-nilly. <laughs> yeah, they don't know what they're doing. They yeah. Ch- yeah, they chase it down. And meanwhile, I am, like, I am, I am the equivalent of the Stormville streamer. Like, 
I'm I'm running up to blind corners and swinging my weapon around where you can't see anything's there and obliterating an enemy who would have ambushed you. Yeah, because you knew it was already there. Yes, and I'm but I'm doing this for entire levels, and I worry that in making this so incredibly efficient, I'm making it boring for the host. So I'll I'll leave them enemies once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'll see how much damage they do to it and watch them get hit and go, yeah, okay, here, wham. <laughs> stop, stop for a second. Okay, playtime's over. The grown-ups are here. Yeah. Um, where? I'm still loading. I'm still getting uh, it. I also it started and finished Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Oh, shit. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay. So it is, it is probably double the size of any previous Lego game. It's big. Okay. It also... It, 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 you have the entire galaxy that once as you as you finish each individual episode, which is like episode you know one two three four five six seven eight nine, you can go back and fly around the galaxy and find stuff. What's interesting is it has a lot of the same kind of open world trappings as a Ubisoft game. Okay. Go and do this or unlock this or find this, but it doesn't trigger my open world OCD at all. So I just play it's, it's through the game. You never need any of that shit. That shit is all just to unlock these extra characters, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you yeah. can just kind of play the. I mean, there are for the first time in the Lego game, there are like character upgrades. Ooh. Like there's different classes. Like for the Jedi's, you can unlock more damage, or for general things, you can unlock more health. And, and and you need some of that, but it's still a kids' game. It's not hard. That's that's just not in there that you need that. It is. It's a lot of fun. Oh. Um, but what was interesting is I'm, I'm playing through it, and I played through it in the order that God intended. Four, five, six, one, two, one, two three, three, seven, yeah. eight, nine. Yeah. Right. So I'm playing through four, five, and six, and I'm enjoying them a lot because four, five, and six, you're roughly the same age as me. These are the mm-hmm. movies of my childhood. Okay. Yeah. I saw Jedi in the theater with my dad. Yeah, I remember getting scared out of my fucking mind by the, by the Rancor monster. I was probably a little too young to be there, but I saw Jedi in the theater. But this, these are the movies that, when they released the the special editions, I didn't like because the rhythm of the movie was thrown off. Mm-hmm. These movies are like songs to me. Right? Yeah, and these and these gleaming special effects, you know, yeah. in a fuzzy physical film. Yeah, 480p. You know, you can just yeah. watch them. So I mean, I, I watched that. Then I played through one, two, and three, and they annoyed me. Just the way the way that one, two, and three kind of annoyed because Jar Jar is annoying and the plot is stupid. It's overcomplicated and doesn't make sense. But you know, I'm playing through it. Then I played through 7, 8, and 9, and I'm like, that's fine. It's okay. Just like my reaction to 7, 8, and 9 was, eh, it's like a C. It's okay. How, how did the Holdo maneuver look in, in Lego? Was it, was uh, pretty cool, actually. There just, we go. Just busted pieces all over the place. <laughs> so okay. I, I thought back to what I saw in these movies originally. So 4, 5, and 6, my childhood. You know, 1, 2, and 3, I was you know on the outs of I was in college, kind of done with college in there. Angry young man. You know, Maybe I hated these movies because of when I watched them. Whereas I watched seven, eight, no, nine, no, older, you, go back and, you know. You go back and watch so those no, movies. no, I those did. Are, those are objectively I, worse movies. I have Disney Plus. I watched oh. twenty minutes of episode one, wow. and it is absolute fucking garbage. Yeah. It is unwatchable tripe. Yeah, it's junk. I agree. I just, I mean, I, I mean, and the special effects look terrible. Yeah, look it looks worse it looks, than four, five, and six. Yes. They look, yeah, like there's something really cartoony about the. Yeah, there's something really cheap about those. Yeah, feeling yeah. now at least. Yeah, I, I mean, and I'll, I mean, seven, eight, nine. I'm sure I would watch it. Be like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's not awesome. It's okay. So it, it's it, it was. I was almost relieved to find out that no, I was right. One, two, and three are that bad. Uh, but yeah, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. It's it's good. You can tell they took a year off in between. 
because it's just it, it's polished. It's it's good quality. They it's still crunch. They still crunch for like a year. Somehow, I know. I don't understand how management is so poor on that that they couldn't get the game done. I mean, put it off for a year. I don't want to put anybody through sixty hour work weeks for my yeah. freaking leisure time. The industry needs a plan for it. Yep. Um, and then over the last two days, I played through Trek to Yomi. Okay, so this is the game that's not Ghost of Tsushima. So why would you play it? But go on. Because it's a 2D side-scrolling linear action game. I like those. That is visually astounding. Really? I love the black and white aesthetic. Okay. I, I mean, every scene is, is interesting. Now, here's the problem. Because I, I include animation with visuals. The animation is bad. <laughs> and in a combat game, how can you have bad animation to be a good game? That doesn't make sense. The other problem is the combat itself oh, for fuck's is sakes. a problem that can be solved very quickly. Okay. You find out, yes, you unlock different combos, but you find out real fast that there are two of them that you need. And that's it. Oh. And the parry window is huge. <laughs> well, that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I like the So it's like parry... Combo that stuns, you know, stun attack that kills in one hit that refills three pips of for three pips of health, and that's the whole game. Yeah, well, this is a shitty game you've just described. No, but here's yeah, this is not a this is not a game I would take home to mom. This is a game I'm going to look at. But you still have to play fine. it to look at it. No, I have. To I did have to play it to look at it, but it was that's why I walked away from The Witcher. Yeah. <sighs> so, do you know what Yomi is? Uh, is it a place? Yomi, yeah, Yomi is the land of the dead. Oh. So Trek to Yomi is you die in the third chapter. Oh. And then you spend the next two getting your shit straight so you can come back and kill the big bad guy. And you have a number of choices while going through Yomi, the land of the dead, where why are you doing this? Are you doing this for love? Are you doing it for revenge? Are you doing it for honor? And I always chose honor because I'm playing as a samurai. So I got the honor ending. I have no idea what the other endings are because you finish it and your save goes away. So you can do the whole thing again. I, I guess the love and revenge endings. Yeah, I mean, whatever they are, I have to look up and see what they are. But it, it's it's a perfect Game Pass game because I did it in two sittings basically last night and today during the day I had the day off. And it was fun to look at. I really did enjoy how it looked. But I wish it actually played okay. <laughs> Yeah, I cannot no, recommend I, it. I cannot recommend zero it. Zero interest in Trek to Yomi. No, I'm glad I, I was right it. about Trek to Yomi. Listener, yep. if you go back, you'd think that just because it was a samurai game, I'd be all about Trek to Yomi. I sniffed that shit out like a truffle pig. Yeah. I knew yeah. months ago the Trek to Yomi was going to be shitty. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I cannot recommend it. It's, it's, not, it's not great. And the thing is, I can't even tell if the voice acting is good because it's all in Japanese, so it sounds oh. great to me. I have no idea yeah, if it's any good. that's the thing about listening to subs. They could be bad actors, and you can still yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> no idea. Some of the screaming was like kind of like, really, that's what you're going to do? But I don't know. <laughs> what, uh, what's next on the docket? Uh, I'm going to uh, make an attempt at Sifu. Oh, yeah. It is here. I have the physical copy here. And now that I've waited so long, they have patched in easy mode. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it on whatever normal is and see what happens. But I do not guarantee I'm not going to drop it to easier so I can see the whole game because I kind of want to see it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, Sifu is next. I beat the second boss on Sifu on normal and I could never beat the third. But by then, Elden Ring was happening and I, you know, didn't need it anymore. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, Sifu is next. I'm I'm hyped for Sifu reactions. 
Well, we'll can, see, because that, that one actually plays well, seafood. unlike Trek to Yomi. <laughs> oh, Sifu plays beautifully. She loves Sifu. Um, that means... I think so. I mean, all you've got is, is Elden Ring. All I've got is Elden so. Ring again. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's I mean, as long as you're having fun. I am. I am. I'm loving it. It's very satisfying what I do in that game. I kind of want to... I want to create... I, I think about creating angels for different... Um, different regions. Like, I could do one for Volcano Manor, but people usually just summon for the boss in Volcano Manor. I could do one for Landell, the capital, but Landell is such... Ooh, you know what? I could do one for Haley Tree. But um, Landell is such a colossal, colossal map that you're never really sure what the host wants you to show them. Like, I can mm. I can get you through this place and get you the ulcerated tree spirit and get, and get you all the... Um, get you all the flask upgrades in here and then get you to the boss's door and we can beat the boss but there's all this other shit that if that if i lead you to it it doesn't lead back to the main path like it does in stormville in, <laughs> in stormville i can i can walk you in what seems like an insane direction off a rooftop and lead you to a key and then drop us right back down in front of the door that you need to open it with I, hmm. it's, it's a wonderful level. I really enjoy it. In the capital, you go off in these tangents that only lead in that direction. And it's going to take a while to get through that shit. And I'm not even confident that I can get people through the sewers of Landell. <laughs> no matter how strong I am. Like, those and are there's st- no direct chat to this. You can't exactly tell anybody what you're doing. So it's Yeah, the best... Uh, actually, I've developed a shorthand of communication. Hmm. And it's, it's very effective. Um, first of all, there's, hey, like turn around, come back here. I got a secret to show you. And okay. some people pay very good attention to that and will actually pay attention. The other one is usually I'm going into rooms first because they very quickly understand that I know where the, exactly where the enemies are and they're going to get behind yeah. me. And as I do this, I'll switch to I'll switch my swords from having one in each hand. I'll put one on my back and have the other one in two hands. And this allows me to guard with it. Hmm, so, okay. so if we're walking up to a particularly dangerous group of enemies, but not so dangerous that I want to buff myself to show how dangerous it is, I'll bring up my sword and like block and then release and then block. And this is a common thing that's done as like celebration where you mash it, you tap, 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 tap. And instead of, and the block, 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 block looks like you're going, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you'll have three people on elevators all blocking together with their two handers and we're all celebrating. But doing this slowly, block, block, they will stop. They, they and, see and go, what's happening. And go, okay, yeah. I need to be careful for what's ever in here. Um, the other one is just thrusting my sword out in a direction, and they will turn and look at whatever I've thrusted at, and usually will go kill that thing while I go deal with this thing over here. Okay. Thrusting my sword at a thing is also like pick up this item, and they'll do it. Um, yeah, I'm really, I've done really, really well at, at developing like a means of silent communication with people. It's cool. <laughs> I enjoy it. That's part nice. of the puzzle of it. It's really unique to me. But on to headlines. <clears throat> headlines. In entertainment news, I forgot to put it in headlines. Did you watch the She-Hulk Attorney at Law trailer this week? I actually did. Okay. And there are so many thirsty nerds out there that I'm, um, I'm a little, I mean. Okay, I was, I, was immediately, I was immediately more interested in it because of the title She-Hulk Attorney at Law. That makes it seem like it's going to be a show that is going to be willing to have fun with itself. Yeah. Yeah, and be a little silly. And I, I fucking love that. And then, and so we, we meet the character, and then we we see her transformed version, and I'm immediately disappointed by it. <laughs> like, all it is is a tall green woman. Yeah. 
and after Luisa in um, in Encanto. You know, um, I mean, I'm not saying I I want someone as bear-like as Luisa in Encanto, but I've never seen a version of She-Hulk that look as Barbie-esque as this version of She-Hulk. Yeah, I mean, Hulk is is barely human. He's Hulk. Exactly, right? and she is not. She is not this yeah. monstrous woman um, who's also green. She's just a very tall green woman, and she's yeah. and she's strong enough to carry this guy into the other room. Ah ha ha ha! You know how how ironic. Uh, so that part immediately disappointed me. I I liked all the thirst online. Like you know what? I I, I like the idea that. Hey, it's, there, there's it's, it's, different... la- it's Lady D all over again, which sort is of, fine. Yeah, sort of. I'm not kink shaming anybody. Like what you want. Sort of. Yeah, I'm just I'm just sad that she's she's a little Barbie esque. You know, you could um, most women who are muscular are not that uh, are not like the the hourglass figure. Like, yeah. Give her give her like a strong core for fuck's sakes. Yeah, she should be. Yeah. Yeah. It was just it was just yeah. I didn't like the design. That said, I'll give the I'll give the show a shot, just like I give fucking every Disney Plus uh, Marvel show a shot, and I'll probably watch it even if I don't like it all that much. <laughs> they can't all be Loki. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty the anime is in the works at Adult Swim. How far is it, how long has it been since the last season now? Uh, I think it's been under a year still. Uh, yeah, and wasn't there a thing where they they signed a deal where there were going to be more seasons faster? I don't, maybe I don't know. I'm gonna have to pay for those individually. I think again, that's fine. What is for like twenty five bucks for a season of a show? Usually, it's, that's actually not too bad. Yeah, it's worth. Not if you can do it. Yeah. Thomas Hayden Church, the tall guy from Wings and the Sandman and Spider Man Three, will star in the live action Twisted Metal adaptation now filming for Peacock. So, my question is, who asked for this? Uh, Sony. Sony said, we have all these properties that would make awesome movies. Well, what do you got? Well, we have a card game from the PS1 era that was just popular. Oh, God. The last good Twisted Metal game was Twisted Metal Black on the PlayStation 2. Yeah. And that was the last Gasper franchise that got, that was only awesome on the PS1 because it was Mm -hmm. like one of the first Polygon uh, PvP action games. That, that had a wide install base. That's it. That's it. It was just Mario Kart with bigger guns that a bunch of people had access to. That's why it was popular. It wasn't because it was actually, awesome. At one point, it's eventually Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal Black had online play. If you had the PS2 modem. Oh, oh, you could right. play that game laggy screen. as shit online. <laughs> yep. Yep. And lag and Elden Ring co-op is a fucking pain in my existence. People kill you before you've seen them. It's annoying. Oh, God. That can happen anyway. Uh, so I, I just want to continue. The trend of chance was right. Abbott Elementary has been crowned ABC's new flagship comedy series and will take the modern family tentpole time slot of 9 p.m. Wednesdays when season two starts this fall. So, side question. Modern Family's finally done? I thought it was done a while ago. Yeah, it was. They but it? the fact that this was given the modern... That this was given oh, that I see what you're saying. Slot. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is like giving it like the Seinfeld time slot. Ooh. You know, so they're like, wow, people are really fucking watching this. What I want to have in ABC, because I know you're listening to this, uh, make sure that the entire creative staff of the show is paid accordingly. Mm. <clears throat> in Overwatch news, the next non-event is occurring right now with man color swaps <laughs> for six previously released skins and three previously released skins again with no changes 
for no discernible fucking reason. So here's a bunch of nothing again. Maybe they're not crunching. This is what happens when people work normal hours, perhaps. Possible, but I doubt it. Uh, But in good news, listener, you can now buy an actual new skin for Reaper if you have enough real money Overwatch fun bucks. Luchador Reaper is available to buy until June 25th. You fuckers, you had a new skin, and you won't just put it in the event. You dicks. You irredeemable dicks, Activision. I hate you. Is Luchador Reaper wearing a sombrero? No, no, no. He's got like a crazy, he's got like a crazy Luchador mask. With, oh, like, yeah, never like mind. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, that's no, we, too. We, we've already got the, um, <clears throat> we've got the sombrero Reaper with the mariachi Reaper. That's my. Skin. Oh, that, that, okay, that's the yeah. skin I use for Reaper, actually. <laughs> oh, when do you play Reaper? <laughs> uh, very rarely. <laughs> so usually you'll play Reaper when someone on the other team does really well with Reaper, and you're like, I gotta try this bullshit out. <laughs> and then you, you then you switch off because you're like, I can't land shots. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> An Overwatch 2 event is scheduled for June 16th to detail the game's plans for the month ahead. Months mm. months ahead. Like, is it actually coming out this mm. year? Maybe. Fuck, I totally forgot to say. Oh, I watched The Northman. Oh! Oh shit, is it good? It is. Oh! It is good. That trailer is amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and it is. And okay, so here's what The Northman is. You know what Hamlet... Okay, you know how uh, Shakespeare just ripped off a bunch of other stories like Romeo and Juliet is just Pyramus and Thisbe? Yeah. Okay, so the Northman or uh, Hamlet was actually the story of a like a Norse. It was a Norse legend about a prince named Hamlet, hmm. and that's what the Norseman is. Okay, it's the original version of that story, and there's a bunch of beats in it that 100% echo. Um, I think of the Mel Gibson Hamlet. Unfortunately, that's the Hamlet oh, that I saw. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's definitely beats that echo the classic Hamlet to me. Um, it starts off far more interested in style than it maintains, and I found that a little disappointing. When oh. it when it begins, so many shots look like the posing you'd see on a tapestry, and, hmm. but the people in the scene are taking it seriously and having conversations. Okay. It's it's really wild. It's really wild, and I was really enjoying it and interested in seeing how far they were going to go with it. But the further on the movie gets, it just feels more like a normal movie. It's still absolutely gorgeous. You still have a fucking insane cast. You've got um, uh, you got the Skarsgård as as Alma. Yeah. You've got Ethan Hawke as his dad. You've got um, uh, Nicole Kidman as mom. You've got Anya Taylor Joy as the witch and the love interest. Um, okay. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, particularly as someone who like loves God of War. It's incredibly violent, um, and it's a tragedy. In the end, yeah, in the end, for me, yeah. it's a tragedy. But it's uh, it was it was it was a wonderful night at the movies again nice. from this guy, and it was definitely a story that was far more accessible than anything he has done before. I think this could easily reach a much wider audience than The Witch or certainly The Lighthouse. Uh, both of those were kind of, you have to be in the headspace for what this is going to do for you. And this is that too, but it's also an epic action revenge movie with a Viking. And that is very accessible, I think, to everyone. Hmm, um, cool. Yeah, so Wait, it, Bjork, Bjork is in this? What? <laughs> uh, if she is, she's like, she's like a witch for a little bit, I think. Yeah, okay. But... Um, yeah, so I don't think it's his best. I would still say, like, The Witch and the Lighthouse um, are each on their own better than this. 
Um, but this is more accessible. Th- this is Plus more it's ex- got cool sword fighting. It's yeah, totally got cool fighting. sword fighting. He's got this. He ends up. I don't want to spoil the sword, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to spoil shit. But uh, yeah, no, I, I did quite like it. Nice, cool. And then I saw that Morbius is now available to rent for twenty five bucks. Uh, I've heard it's so bad. Yeah, so I did not rent that. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I did not rent Morbius. I'm like, I, 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 I can't reward this kind of behavior. No, no. <clears throat> File into rumor, a bunch of industry folks this week were saying unofficially that The Last of Us for PlayStation 5 will get a holiday release this year. Okay. I mean... Who asked for this? Yeah. We just got, like, an upport of it for PlayStation 4, like, two years ago, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do to it now? Rage racing. Okay. But what one of the tweets I saw about it were, was anyone saying that, why do we need this? You completely lose that argument once you've seen 10 seconds of footage of it. So that made me interesting, because is this Naughty Dog? Is it Bluepoint? What's happening here? I don't know if I need to play it again, unless it's a different game. Yeah. Unless it's like unless it's like the uh, the remake that on the GameCube of, you know, a million years ago, like it's a, it's a different game. Yeah, if you gave me like a wicked open world ish, The Last of Us to travel through and build up my character with RPGness, and I could be super stealthy if I want to, or really good with guns if I want to, or really good with bows if I want to, that would be fucking wicked. I want the fuck out of that game, and then don't make me watch all these cutscenes, <laughs> like The Last of Us Two oh, did. Well. Like it was a bit much. <laughs> It's a bit much for The Last of Us 2. It was like I, Kojima levels in The Last of Us 2. They spent a lot of money on those cutscenes, and goddammit, you're going to look at them. Yeah, <laughs> and then they, they were amazing the first time I watched them. Yeah, but now you want to play the game. But now I want to <laughs> play the game, because the gameplay, the combat gameplay of The Last of Us Part 2, oh, I fucking loved it so much. That action <laughs> stealth is manna from heaven to me. Uh, also under rumor, sources are claiming that Konami is planning three Silent Hill titles. One, a Silent Hill 2 remake by Bloober Team. Two, a smaller Silent Hill title from Annapurna Interactive, which would be episodic short stories, and a new mainline AAA Silent Hill game. All right, so there are many problems with this. There are a lot of problems with this. First of which, Bloober Team has made a whole lot of okay games. Yes. Like, eh, it's okay, mm-hmm. right? Silent Hill 2 is a sacred cow. Yeah. If you handed Silent Hill 2 to um, Blue Point. Blue Point, yeah. <laughs> Blue Point, maybe. I would say I would say even give it to someone like Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. Um, and tell them to uh, tell them to open it up a bit. Tell them to make the gameplay interesting and fun. To yeah. Do, instead of that horrible tank shit that we were dealing with back then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if that's what this remake is, I don't want to play that shit. No one it's, should. It, it has to be an actual remake. This cannot yes. be a remake Silent in like in like the Final Fantasy VII sense. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think Bluebird Team has that in them. I 100 percent agree. They are not a AAA studio. Yep. Uh, and then the Annapurna stuff for the episodic Silent Hill. That's, Annapurna again. That's like a little thing. We have this license that we can squeeze some money out of, maybe. Yeah. Yep. So here's a cheap little nothing. Like that, 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 that fucking um, that RPG on the or the action RPG on the PSP with weapon or PSP? No, it was the it was the Vita. It was the Vita with uh, weapon degradation. You're walking oh. around Silent Hill dungeon maps, oh, beating yes. up things with pipes and shit. It was fucking horrible. They just yeah. took the name, slapped it on the thing, said it'll sell, and I bought a copy. It worked. Mm-hmm. 
But I was, you know, I was trying to check out everything for the blog at that period. Yeah. And then finally, a new mainline Silent Hill game. So who's making that? Yeah, Konami, Konami doesn't make video games anymore. No, yeah, they, they make ones. Pachinko. And they just had a tremendous year. They made a lot of money last year, I saw somewhere. Oh, on Pachinko. Pachinko? Yeah. Yeah, so, so I, none of this is interesting to me. If you'd have told me that we sold the Silent Hill Aces to Sony and they have refounded Team Siren, oh, well, they that are. is news. <laughs> <laughs> this is not news. This is a, a company that can't make video games is going to keep on this is, this is making shitty games with an old Disappointment company. in two years is 100%. what it's going to be, unfortunately. We might get a proper look at the Callisto Protocol soon. It is the cover game for the next Game Informer. Unless it comes out this year, I don't care. Um, yeah, I kind of think they want to be to the Dead Space remake of. If, hmm. I, if I were them, that's what I'd want. Unless I thought the Dead Space remake was going to be much worse, then let that come first and let me promote that. True. We'll see. Uh, the Shroud of the Deep update for Darkest Dungeon 2 is now live. I promise to think about maybe checking it out again between now and next week. <laughs> uh... So this last month, April 13th, CD Projekt said the Witcher 3 next-gen upports were indefinitely delayed, and they were taking back development from the team that they had uh, assigned it to. Mm. Today they announced that the Xbox Series X and the PS5 versions of Witcher 3 will come out uh, qu- quarter four of 2022. How about they put that money to Witcher 4, which they just announced? How about they put that money to Cyberpunk DLC? Oh, well, that is, well... Yeah. There's got to be more than one team over there. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first official PlayStation 5 bundle is the console bundled with Horizon Forbidden West. An excellent game. You won't be able to find that anyway, but hey. <laughs> no, but but it would either have to be that or I want to see Miles. Uh, Miles' launch. Horizon's a little more recent. Yeah, and like I think Horizon is a better overall statement for sort of let me blow well, your fucking mind with what this can do. Yeah, it's it's ten times the size, if not more. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Dead Space Two remake will get a quote full reveal this Halloween. Dead Space Two or Dead Space One? Oh no, Dead Yeah, sorry, Dead Space One. The Dead Space remake. Yeah. That does not make me think it's coming out this year for the reveal. You get a full reveal. No, on we we got a date last week. Oh, did we? Yeah, it's like next uh, January or something. Oh, okay. Okay, Dead that makes sense. Space remake. January 27th. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it really sucks <laughs> that it's going to miss Halloween, right? So I could see that date being pushed if it's not already. Push that to Halloween 2023. But that said, like, you come out, like, I don't care when the Dead Space remake, the Dead Space remake could come out whenever it wants, and it's welcome in my home. See, it, yeah, it will, as long, just like the Silent Hill 2 remake, as long as it's good. Because yeah. Dead look, Space was really good. Not playable anymore, because it's kind of ugly. I but would, I, I wouldn't mind checking it out, but it is ugly. Yeah, yeah. but the sound will still get you, because the sound in that game was amazing. But, yeah. <clears throat> the end of that right. Interesting. Like, everyone on all the forums I go to <clears throat> says that the PlayStation 5 version of Elden Ring is the inferior version, because it has frame rate issues. Which the PS4 version running on a PS5 doesn't have. What? And that may be true, but I'm here to tell you, listener, the PlayStation 4 version of Elden Ring has shitty audio. Nah. It has like this really low bandwidth tinny audio that I find really abrasive when I hear it. And every now and then I'll switch over to the PS4 version to trade items between characters, and I have to listen to that shit, and it it just hurts just a little bit. 
So don't maybe like when you buy a digital version of Elden Ring for PlayStation, you get both versions. Yeah. Maybe install the PS5 version. Look how fucking pretty it is. No, maybe I can live with this. Yeah, I'll deal with this occasional drop frame. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't a problem for me. Okay. Greedfall 2, The Dying World, was announced this week. I'm so surprised that's a thing, because Greedfall, yeah. I did enjoy, but that was, that was the a... definition of Eurojank. Yeah, it was a Eurojank double A. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it did well, but it must have done well enough for a sequel. But then again, these European studios do tend to rely a lot on government grants. It's, I mean, it's the same team. It's Spiders, so it'll be the same kind of thing. And you know what? I'll play it, because Greedfall was just good enough to run through. You'll play it because it's on Game Pass. Like if uh, you, Greedfall if you, 2 won't be on Game Pass. I'll have or, to no, 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 sorry, Gamefly was what I meant. But if, oh, if yeah, it was a proposition yeah. where you had to pay, let's say, let's say $20. No. Exactly. No, not even no, $20 to play no, that fucking game. No, no. Remember that, listener. Not even $20. I am okay giving $20 to Stellar Door. But that's it <laughs> for, okay. for that. So remember last week, uh, Sony had Jim Ryan sent out an email inside the company saying everyone should respect differences of opinions on reproductive rights, basically saying people who work here should be allowed to be, um, uh, I don't want to use the word pro-life. I want to be anti-women's rights. <laughs> I want to say anti-women's That's rights. That's a fair way of that putting people, it, yes. People at Sony have the right, basically, to be anti-women's rights and not, and be happy about the recent Supreme Court uh, uh, leak. Uh, so then uh, Insomniac CEO Ted Price came out and said they were fighting really, really hard to make a statement, and Sony wouldn't let Insomniac make a statement in support of women's rights. Uh, so, the studio donated $50,000 to Reproductive Rights uh, Charities. Studio head Ted Price submitted a near 60-page document to PlayStation Studio head Herman Hulst following Jim Ryan's email, urging leadership to do better on the issue. Um, Sony continued to forbid studios from making public statements in support of women's rights, and instead donated $100,000 to Reproductive Rights Charities this week. Hmm. It would be better if you could just be on the right side of history, Sony. So, what are abortion laws in Japan? I honestly don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure it's, like, like, everywhere in the world, pretty much, except you guys in Ireland, it's understood that if a woman's going to die and there's no way that this baby could be born and live, we should probably perform the routine procedure that would permit this woman to live. Okay. The United States has a different view of that. So, what are their views on the more like the how do I put this without sounding crass? Abortion on demand in Japan. I don't know. I, I this is an uh, honest question. Oh. I'm not trying to start something. I just don't know. I'm wondering if this, if Sony being a Japanese company is trying to not stir shit up at home. I don't know. <clears throat> According to Google and Wikipedia. Abortion in Japan is available to women in limited circumstances, including endangerment of their health or economic mm. hardship. Mm, okay. And those are um, those are huge. First of all, the economic hardship one is huge because this forcing poor women to have babies thing that will definitely remain in poverty because Republicans, for example, wouldn't vote in support of a bill that would uh, <laughs> yeah. that would help uh, ease the current baby food shortage. Um, Chapter 
I see it, yeah. 29. Ken, 20, 29. Yep. Makes abortion de jure illegal in the country, but exceptions to the law are broad enough that it is widely accepted and practiced. Um, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a decision that is left up to whoever's fucking body it is, as far as I'm concerned. I saw a Republican respond like, Someone was someone was tweeting about, so given that I'm like six weeks pregnant, um, does my baby get tax breaks? Uh, can my baby apply um, apply for social insurance? Um, is the government <laughs> going to support blah, 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 blah? And uh, Republican replied like, don't be ridiculous. They'll get all those things when they're born. That's the exact fucking point, you morons. <laughs> Conservative cell phones. Uh, you know. They don't. They, they don't even notice or care, for that matter. Bungie, which is not yet a PlayStation studio, made a statement saying there will never be a muzzle big enough to prevent them from standing up for what's right, and made a pro women's rights statement. All right, there you go. <clears throat> Square Enix announced Final Fantasy XV moved ten million units so far in its lifetime, but the first five million units were its launch shipments. So. <laughs> yeah. That's. Snatching victory from the jaws of mediocrity, yeah, I suppose. I swear they moved those last 5 million units just off the free version of PlayStation Plus. Because I have a version of this fucking game. I must have ah, had a free off PS Plus at some point. Don't play it. No, I never have. <laughs> I've seen gameplay and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I've seen the car slowly driving poorly and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <clears throat> Techland are now hiring for, quote, an unannounced AAA open world action RPG in a fantasy setting. Hmm. So this is what I wanted. What was it? What was it called? The thing that eventually became DLC for the first Dying Light. Demon. Like, no. Like death or hell raid. Hell raid. Hell, hell raid. raid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell raid was going to be its own open world fantasy Dying Light, but you're in a fantasy world with zombies. And like you know, Draugr and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And fuck, I love that idea. You give me their, you give me their first person uh, platforming and combat in like, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm gonna have yeah. a great time with that. I'm fucking. I just this sentence hypes me, and I still won't go back and play their most recent thing that came out only two months ago. But I fucking, I love the idea of that. That's wicked. If if Dying Light Two had come out last year, mm-hmm. you'd have played it. You'd have played. I would have completed the fuck out of that and Sifu mm-hmm. and Horizon Forbidden West. But then Elden Ring happened, and there's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> Cannot change time. It's just not fair. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention. Um, I have tickets to a movie in what? a, in what? a, in like, a theater. Oh, what are you going to go see? I'm going to go see uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. And once I propose the movie to my brother who I'm going with, uh, he actually, like, my brother is very... He's very antisocial. He doesn't want to talk to people. Uh, he definitely doesn't want to leave the house. Um, mm-hmm. He's having a rough time. Um, and so I'm not sure if I'm able to coax him out with that movie or just coax him out to spend time with his brother. I'm not sure what is the controlling factor for him. But once I had the conversation with him and got him in, I didn't want to change it at the last minute to everything, everywhere, all at once. I really want to see that. Yeah, but see. you've got him. I, the exactly. hooks are I've in. I've got my brother by the so. hook, and I do want to see Doctor Strange. Everything I've heard about Doctor Strange makes me because I've said that I've said repeatedly that I want Marvel movies to experiment with different genres. I think that could yes. work really, really well within the Marvel universe. Sam Raimi, it's almost horror. It is horror, apparently. Like there's gory shit in this. Apparently, there's like nice. full on horror in this, and I'm kind of hyped for that aspect of it. 
my brother works nights, so it is a 10.45 show. In the morning? No, at night. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to be getting home like 2 a.m. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm hyped for that. I'll, I'll be, nice. I'll be interested to see that. Oh, yeah, the, the point is, last night I went to look at the tickets, and my brother was really concerned about, you know, how many other people are going to be sitting here in this theater with us. And I said, well, I mean, I don't know if this is actually accurately reflecting what it would be tomorrow, but, um, lots of empty seats, but there, but if I were to book right now, we would be the only people in it. And just, yeah. just now I went to check again and we are still the only people in the theater tonight. <laughs> so hopefully an 11 o'clock showing on a Thursday night remains empty. <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't think you're going to have a problem fighting. I um, hope so. Some and, space. On and that, and yeah. if that's the case, if it's just the two of us sitting in this theater, oh, that's going to be luxurious. Yeah, I've, I, spread out. You I've know, booked nice. it, like I, I traditionally will book an extra seat on either side. So this has been an this is an expensive evening, but uh, but yeah, it's, it would be so fucking sweet if we just had an entire theater to ourselves. <laughs> I don't even know the last movie I saw in the theater. I saw. I don't remember. I saw anything, literally everything that was available the week before Canada shut down for COVID. Because I was doing a thing where, like, every day I was taking a bus and going to the movie theater for a couple hours. Yeah, I don't even remember. There's lots of things that I meant to go see, like Dune and Matrix, whatever, and didn't. Have you seen Dune yet? No. Uh, don't I've... you have HBO? No. No, because it's right there on HBO. Yeah, I don't have I don't have HBO. But it's right there on HBO. I use my trial up on HBO. I don't know if they remember me or not. They probably do. Yeah, they're pretty good about that. You make an impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the guy. You watched Chernobyl in like a day. <laughs> what kind of monster? You thought it was cool. What the hell is wrong with you? No. <laughs> Chernobyl could do with a rewatch. <sighs> Chernobyl was terrifying in a, in a different way. Because these are things that actually happened. Yeah, but it, and then the Russians went and dug trenches there. Yeah, and then and then the Russians <laughs> this year went back to Chernobyl and, and dug trenches and gave zero zero respect to what they were doing, where mm -hmm. they were doing it, and you know, like who knows if it's just the stupidity of everyone involved there, or well, then they left and they're like, fine, you guys can yeah. Well, when they got there, I saw they got there, they kicked the soldiers out, but they let a lot of the scientists and maintenance guys stay. But they also then literally dug defensive trenches around it. Which is not good. The, yeah, down into stuff that hasn't decayed yet. You don't, you, you don't want your people down in there. And so, yeah, so no. all these guys are all these guys are getting a little green around the gills. Maybe we should send mm -hmm. them home. Oh, they all die. Oh, yeah. Well, cancer no, they'll be in 10 years. They're going to die of some sort of cancer. Yeah. Fucking horrible. Yeah, Russia. <laughs> Everything just, it's, it's still, it's, it's like maybe we're just old. But it feels like, and there's all these fucking shootings in the States. It's like tragedy upon tragedy upon tragedy. They barely make the news anymore. They make black Twitter news. Well. That one, in the, that one in the shopping center, man. Or the, 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 the grocery store. Holy oh, shit. Oh, well, was... yeah. That was a literal Nazi. Yeah. yeah. Just and then, intently and then, killing black people. I mean, we, that's, that's what that was. <laughs> well, he was, he was literally spouting Tucker Carlson's uh, replacement theory. Yeah. Um, and then weirdly, Tucker stopped talking about it. Gosh, I wonder. 
I wonder if that fucking maniacal mouthpiece has anything to do with the ways of yeah. violence in the country. <sighs> there will be no justice for Tucker Carlson. Mm. I can't. I don't know how. The thing I don't is, know how that would happen? I don't know. I get the sense if you drop those underwear and whipped out a magnifying glass, we would see that justice has already been done to them. <laughs> There's no other explanation. It's all compensation. There's no other explanation for how small he is. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Tucker. <laughs> don't apologize, Tucker Carlson. Never right. apologize to Fox News. Ever. <laughs> That's an entertainment channel, it's not news. I that, uh, that is no no that that is how they are how they're I listed, know. so they can I never know. be held accountable for what they say. But the the, the problem is, and I, I remember talking about this in my last job. We would do deliveries to open those houses, dropping uh-huh. off expensive tables and shit. And Fox News was inevitably on in the background, like every place, propaganda. everywhere. This is propaganda. Just, it's really it's really awful. It relieves me that and my Twitter is just so wonderfully gay. That it, Your what is so wonderfully gay? My Twitter feed is oh. is so gay. Oh, it's awesome. Well, no, because I've I've got I've got George Takei on there. I've got Stephanie mm. Sterling on there. I've got another other people. It's gay and trans, and it's rainbow and awesome. And yeah, my, well, a lot of the artists I follow tend to be gay women. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. They often end up being gay women. I follow. I when Black Lives Matter started. I intentionally went out and decided I want to follow more black people. Where's Evan Narcisse? Where's Where's this person? Where's that person? And then they kind of led me to others. And like mm. following Ashley Nicole Black led me to uh, uh, Marina Amaral. Remember that woman who does the, the the colorized images? Yeah, 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 yeah. I pre-ordered her next book. Nice. It's like this woman really is one of my best Twitter follower followers. I really gotta I gotta give her something. Support something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, I think, I, that's, that's what I love about Twitter. That, and did you watch, <laughs> did you watch the dance, the final dance of Dirty Dancing set to the music of The Muppet Show? No. It's like Dark Side of the Moon. It. It's like Dark Side, of, you have to find it. It is like Dark Side of the Moon, Wizard of Oz. It is ridiculous it's so how it, perfect. it's so oh. perfect. You have to see it. Listener, <laughs> find, find it. this fucking video. It's a minute and 20 seconds. It'll be the best minute and 20 seconds you spend today. <laughs> yes! This is what they call the Muppet Show. And they go into the lift at the end. <laughs> it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to find that. That sounds like a, I cannot miss that. No, so, so, so Twitter, you know, Twitter can be a hellscape. But if you just pay attention to the people who make it better, it's a better place. And Elon's trying to back out from buying it now, even though he's like already bought it. Thank fuck. No, he, he never wanted to. I don't think he ever... I think he just wanted to walk in and say, let me throw my gigantic money dick around. Oh, I hit you in the face. Oh, are you offended? Mm-hmm. Well, then, let, yeah. let me drive down stock on Tesla to make sure the deal gets scuttled. <laughs> oh, some of your followers are bots, like 75% of my followers? <laughs> <laughs> well, that well that changes things entirely. I couldn't well, possibly... I don't want it anymore. I, I don't want it. I couldn't possibly uh, give you my giant swinging dick. I guess I'll have to take it and not... Cure world hunger with it, like I said I would. Fuck you, Elon Musk. And it's and it's fucking hilarious that he officially says he's going Republican the year that Republicans are like out and proud to be Nazis who want to make sure babies don't get food. Oh my mm-hmm. god. 
Elon Musk is so bad he makes Jeff Bezos look slightly less terrible. He totally does. He totally does. And and Amazon is, you know, Satan. <laughs> and Bezos is still terrible. Yeah. But he is, but compared not to... as terrible as Musk. Yeah, Musk isn't like um Oh, there's all sorts of awful shit about how racist Musk is behind closed doors. And how like he has well, sections Didn't his money come from slave diamond mines yes and uh okay. and he was from like pre-apartheid he was raised pre-apartheid yes. south africa and i think alex was telling me he has or part of his business uh he has only black people working there and they're paid very very little and he has some horrible derogatory term for that area where all the black people work like it's fucking Aye. the guy's a nightmare the guy's a fucking nightmare like there should be there should be an international task force of superheroes who exist solely to kill billionaires and distribute their wealth. God. <laughs> the only thing that'll do it is revolution. You can you can still put Bezos on that list. People that should be killed and have their wealth be distributed. Yeah, but not, not as great. But not as X. She's given a lot to charity. I like that. Oh, she's fine. And I, I kind of, kind of, I kind of want to keep Bill Gates off of that list, but I know that if I looked hard enough, I'd find terrible things he did too. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure Bill Gates was doing the Epstein thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw uh, that. Yeah, but so was Bill Clinton, and they well, you know, Bill Clinton can and, burn as well. And, Hil- yeah. and Hillary can stay on this side of the fire. <laughs> Poor woman's been through enough, and she was right about a lot of shit. <laughs> she called a lot of shit surrounding Trump and Trump's allies. Yeah, well, that woman kept uh, the receipts. <laughs> she should never run again, though. She should just stay away where she is. I'll be interested to see. She can't win. A, she cannot win an election. No, she, she absolutely can't. can't. I'll be interested to see uh, if this woman replacing Jen Psaki can can mm. fill those shoes because Jen Psaki was really something as the communications director. Yeah, I everything I've read about this new woman, I'm like, yeah, it'd be awesome. Let's okay, but. But Pasaki was so fucking smart. And maybe this woman is smarter. Great. I want to see that. I want to see the sound clips of her eviscerating some Fox News host. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that was always a highlight on Twitter, too. Yes. Pasaki just like uh, killing, just murdering Fox News people. With <laughs> just so polite and so thought and so well considered. Oh, yeah. But they're Every dead. time. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it's, it just every time it's just you're a fucking moron. Shut the fuck up. What they should start right, doing is, do is we don't. Uh, you know, we don't cater to entertainment networks. We 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 speak with news networks. So go go and interview Doctor Phil again about how yeah. you know you're being replaced. Fuck off. <laughs> nice. Oh, we're angry old men. Uh, well, that's what happens. Angry old men playing video games. Angry old old men about games. That's wrong. Anyway. I was kind of mulling over what I'm going to do with myself if I actually decide to retire full time. I'm like, I could start streaming again, but yeah, it's an impossible thing to break into. Um, it's impossible if you're ex- anticipating there being a final product, but if you're doing it for the same reasons I'm doing the Stormvale Angel thing, which is I find it rewarding. Yeah, you, there you, go. you might be able to do it forever. We'll see. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I don't know if I'm going to do that yet or not. Right now, I'm still working for a living, so. <laughs> yeah, but. So I sent you the pictures of my place. What'd you think of that, huh? I thought uh-huh. it. I thought it looked like fucking Disneyland Amazing, to me, man. Huh? Yeah. Yes, it looked like fucking it Disneyland. Is. I should have said. Oh. Yeah. Like I guess I was just like I was. I I've never actually watched a thing on TikTok. I will watch a TikTok video that has been put on YouTube, or I'll watch it if it's been put on Twitter. 
I've never actually gone to like TikTok.com and watched yeah, it. Yeah. And so yeah, that I'm I, like, oh, am I giving China my birthday? Click. <laughs> yeah. The answer is they already have it yeah. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. But no, I don't know. That's. But no, the store looked. The store that's was. Where I go to look. Every, that's where I go to work. <laughs> clean and dense with all these little things that you just want to pick up and check out. Yep. It was like if I was in high school. After school every day, I would spend a half an hour at least just milling around that store looking at shit. And you would say, you going to buy anything today? And I'm like, I, I can't, but, but I just want to look. <laughs> as long as you're not loud and obnoxious, I'll leave you alone. But I do take a deep personal joy in kicking out annoying middle school and high school kids. Oh, I well, love it. I enjoy it. How are they like, because I would do this. Just literally yelling and screaming and, and, and being idiots. Oh, I would. I'm like, nope. Yeah, I would browse you're in done. silence, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, no, you're the kind we want. And then watch you, watch you kick them out. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there was last week Friday was our kind of a grand reopening. We had a whole bunch of people there for Magic on Friday night, okay. and some kid just like runs into the back room. We're all there's like sixty odd grown men playing Magic because Magic is not a kids game because mm-hmm. it costs too much money. Just runs back there and just screams. Screams what? Just yeah. They, just you no, know, no, just just like ah, yeah. And they all like stop and look at him. And then they look at me. I'm like, all right. So I just didn't quite grab him by the ear, but I'm like, listen, let's go. Mm-hmm. And he, he leaves because he's actually asked to interact with an adult now, and he's terrified. And his friends are laughing. I'm like, are you with him? They're like, maybe. I'm like, get better friends. You have to go too. <laughs> <laughs> and they all slunk out because, uh, see, that's the weird thing. And this wasn't like this up north. In the south, there's like this built-in respect that children have for adults where if I actually like turn on dad mode and look at them, they just scatter like cockroaches. I don't understand it. Uh, capital punishment. Yeah, it could be. Is this guy going to hit me? He'd have every right to. I'm acting a fool. Yeah, I'm not acting a fool. I taste the back of his hand. I tell you what. <laughs> but... <laughs> anyway, it's, it's a nice power to have to just turn on the dad vibes. Be like, you know what? God, I hate to hear that there's something better culturally about the southern states. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I've come up with. The drive people can't drive down here. In in general, people are. I'm going to say this out loud. People are less intelligent. Well, work less, ethic down here. Work edu- ethic down here is just not. It's not that I'm great. It's that I come to work and I work because I'm like, hey, I'm getting paid for eight hours. I'm going to work for eight hours. And you know what? That makes me a goddamn rock star because I work for eight hours without being chased. Well, I mean, that's it. Can, can we say less intelligent, or can we say like less well educated? That could be it too. It, 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 it's, it's. I think not, that makes a difference. It, it actually it does. It, it removes some of the burden of responsibility. That if your schools are that bad, yeah. I, I don't know, but the, the thing is, take ten percent of what you put into the military, you would have a generation. Of oh geniuses. yeah. But I mean, the other the other opposite side of it is is that people really are. I mean, you've heard of Midwest nice, yeah. which is kind of true. But people are just kind of friendly in the South. Like, they just kind of want to talk. Like, I, I took one of the dogs. Well, none of them are working. <laughs> well, no, no. That, well, that's part of it. I, 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 I took one of the dogs to get her nails trimmed. And I saw the woman kind of looking sideways at my arm, my sleeve. She's like, how high does that go? I'm like, and I, like, you know, any person who has tattoos likes to show off. So I pulled the collar of my shirt down. Like, it goes all the way. I got this. This goes over my pec. And she's like, oh, how much did that hurt? And this is just a random encounter with, like, someone who's ringing me out who's taking my money. And she's friendly about it. That that it happens all the time. It ta- and and it, uh, sometimes I'm taken aback by that because I'm used to like not talking to anybody like at all. Yeah, I uh... <laughs> I have that face, and I'm walking through the mall. People get out of my way. 
Second. Last Saturday prior to the podcast, in that morning, was my mom's funeral. Mm. And so I went up and did the eulogy, and anytime I do something like this, people feel the need to come and talk to me afterwards. Yeah. And they're generally very nice, and they say very nice things about what I said. Um, literally three different people wanted to hook their family members who were involved in or who wanted to get into acting or whatever up with me so that I could show them the ropes in Winnipeg. And I'm like, you don't understand. I don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, at all. This, I was I'm, just talking. I'm not this a media just, yeah. fucking media personality. I was doing my mom's eulogy. Um, but a lot of people just wanted to sit down and chat. And... You're like, I kind of want to go home. Yeah, like, well, 100% that's how I was feeling, but all these people are being so nice. You don't, like, I wasn't prepared to be rude to any of them. But mm. I don't know. I felt, yeah, I felt like I was very alien because they did it like breathing. And for me, it was every word was, I was very self-conscious the entire fucking time, you know? I I need to be conscious of, because I, my wife has informed me that if I'm walking around without her, I am 100% unapproachable. Yeah, but Just that's, the way I carry myself. But, but that's a good and it's, thing. It, and honestly, it's an intentional thing. I've probably done yeah, that on purpose. You, you but I'm with, I'm with her. When I'm with her, I am nice and, and friendly and you can talk to me. So hmm. it's like, why can't you be that way all the time? I'm like, well, when I'm not with you, I'm just, you know, bitter and angry. <laughs> yeah, but but it's also, it's also like a... a productive defense mechanism so people don't fuck with you that is also true people don't mess with me yeah like I, it's not that i'm physically intimidating it's just that you if if i'm walking with like in a public place and you look at me the immediate reaction is oh yeah i don't want to talk to that guy yeah he doesn't look happy I, about something. I give off the vibes like if if you want to fuck with me i will give you a tongue lashing that you will remember tonight <laughs> as as you're trying to sleep You'll be thinking yeah. of a comeback. <laughs> as, as, you're looking, as you're looking through the dictionary today, for what the hell he said? Oh, that's what that meant? Oh, shit. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I, pro- I, sh- I, might... I should not revel in that kind of, you know. Yeah, but I might not. Act, I probably wouldn't I actually do it when pressed. I would probably be just as polite as I was to people at the funeral. But, um, but I definitely give off that vibe of um, I'm here for information. Do you have the information? Well, then goodbye. <laughs> See. One of the okay, one of my favorite interactions I've ever had with somebody was over like over like Christmas, right? I was this is long before I moved. I was still up north. Okay. I'm circling a parking lot trying to find a place to park. I don't remember what where I was working, or whatever. And I finally find one. And I zip into one, and person like pulls in behind me and starts yelling at me. I was waiting on that spot. I was just I look at her. She gets quiet. I'm like, Do you want the spot? She's like, What do you mean? I'm like, Do you want this spot? She's like, Well. I was going to back up. So she gets in her and she backs up. And I back out of the spot and leave. <laughs> and I, I parked like two doors down because my legs fucking work. So I yelled at this person, made her feel bad. And then I gave her the spot. Um, I, I like doing... I felt better about that. <laughs> I, I like doing... I, it, maybe maybe in the exact same way you do it in Storm... I do it in Stormville. I really enjoy doing nice things that I can never be really thanked for. See, when I'm when I'm at work, when I'm in my store, it's completely different. I am one hundred percent helpful, mm-hmm. and it's not fake. 
Do I want your money? Yeah, I do. I want your money. But you also want them but, to have a good experience. But I'm also enjoying that interaction. Okay. Because there's just a bunch of nerds in here. Look at that cool nerd stuff. But when I'm in line at Taco Bell, God damn it, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> just want my burritos, man. I want to sit down for an hour and I want to browse Reddit and figure out how bad the world is. You sit, <laughs> then go back to work. You sit, you sit for an hour at a Taco Bell browsing Reddit on lunch. Uh, not always Taco Bell, but there's a limited selection of things in the mall. And traffic's too bad usually to leave the mall and be back within an hour. See, at, at where I work, we get a half hour for lunch. And we get half hour and 2.15. Um, and during that half hour, I will go for a cigarette, consume uh, whatever I'm eating that day, while watching a 10-minute Overwatch video, of which there mm-hmm. are countless and there's still multiple every day to watch. Yeah, uh, and then I'll go out for another cigarette, go back to work, or at least that's what no, it was in the office. We we get an hour, and I go get whatever I'm eating, sit down, do my wordle for the day, which takes between five and ten minutes, and then it's like, well, it's too loud in the food court to watch YouTube. I don't want to go back to the store because I want to be away from there for an hour. This is when your buds are full of Yeah, I suppose, but you know, it's just it's doom scrolling Reddit. Um, but do you also get two fifteens? No, no, we have an hour. See, the hour... Like, all, all at once. I think yeah. the hour lunch is important. Like, an hour is an actual break. A half an hour is is a get it done, get it done, get it done, get back in time, okay. Yeah, no, we... It's, it is a leisurely hour. I mean, over Christmas it was bad because sometimes you just couldn't get anything to eat because the food court was too busy. Hmm. But you still have an hour to do what you want. To be away. Yeah. I... And you need that recharge because yeah, I mean, just that emotional not recharge. Easy. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's a performance. Easy. You're standing up there. Oh yeah, w- wearing 100%. this mask all day. You know. Well, I also, I mean, I, I had a guy put in his two weeks. The guy who ran most of my tournaments put in his two weeks. Oh. So I have to run the events tomorrow. So that's a total act when I have to run events. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I, I can do that, but I find it completely draining. And after it, I just need I need to lay down. Well, the, my guys have figured out that once the store is locked up, after like 8 or 9 o'clock, you know, I turn into a pumpkin, the mask comes off, and I'll start like, hmm. <laughs> my language deteriorates, I start getting a little more irritable. I'm like, would you just sit down and play? <laughs> they love it, because they're like, wow, this is who he really is. I'm like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they think it's hilarious. Oh, it's, it's 8.45, Jim's turning into a pumpkin. <laughs> Well, we will find a time to all be... He's doing classes now, isn't he? He's uh-huh. like doing... Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, getting, he's getting paid to learn how to do this awesome new job that pays so well. Well, that's, that's fine. That's, as long as he's getting paid to learn how to live, do, do the awesome new job. Yes. That matters. That would be super sus okay. if he was getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. So, he will return. All right. Well, in that case, listeners, I'm not sure if it'll be next week Thursday or next week, not this coming Saturday, but the week after, but you will have an episode next week. Eventually. I guarantee it. Eventually. Eventually. Just keep an eye on this space, and you will see something then. Oh, God, I wonder what new will be happening in Elden Ring then. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in in a week. I'm waiting for your heel turn when you start being the griefer. Um, have I told you about the times I've invaded? No. Oh, you didn't like it. No, no, I, I invade, but I I will never attack anyone, and if they won't stop attacking me, I'll just let them kill me. <laughs> but what I'll... Uh, if they... If they won't stop attacking me and I can get away, I'll go further into the level than they are, and I'll leave them a breadcrumb of glowing stones or these things. Um, I think they're called rainbow stones. 
And when you drop one, you never know what color it'll be. But when you drop it over a ledge, if it shatters when it hits the ground, it's a it's lethal. Too far. It's a lethal fall. And if it doesn't shatter, uh, the fall might hurt you, but you'll definitely survive. And so what I'll do is I'll and these are like bright glowing stones. So I'll lead a breadcrumb trail that go like over this lip that no one looks at, and leads around to a secret door that you can open. And behind there is a key. And with that key, you can use that to open this other door down here. And I'll start, I'll start surreptitiously leading my enemies towards the best parts of the level. And mm. if I can plan things out perfectly, I'll lead, a, I'll lead them breadcrumb trail. They'll come around a corner and they'll find me just placidly sitting in a chest in a room that they didn't know was there until I led them to. <laughs> and then I'll stand up and bow to them. And then show them the next door they should go through. And I'll, oftentimes I'll get people who understand that I'm here to make sure that they can't get invaded by anyone else. And to make sure that they beat the level. And then, without fail, I will watch them die anyway and get my reward. Because <laughs> if the host dies from, like, jumping off a ledge because they can't make this jump, that I try to show them, like, when there's there's a one ledge that a lot of people like just jumping off because they, they think there's something on the other side. And I will turn around to the host and I will do my guard thing twice. Be careful. I will crouch down and I will slowly walk to show do this carefully. Then I'll hop up on this ledge and walk over here to where this other key is, and they will walk up to the ledge and jump off. <laughs> Just fling themselves out into space. And, and they die. And yeah. then I get my rune arc. That was a successful invasion. I'll lead them to the secret boss and then walk to the far end of the chamber, sit down, and watch this thing kill them. Get my rune arc. That was a successful invasion. <laughs> what I want to do is lead someone from the start of the level to the end and have them succeed. But what I've learned by invading and watching other co-op people help other hosts, no one actually does this as good as I do. Mm-hmm. No one helps anyone through Stormvale as effectively and successfully as I do. Really? I'm really fucking good at it, and I have a really weirdly high success rate compared to any host I've watched while invading. And this is while these people aren't dealing with invaders coming to kill them. They'll fail anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just because they don't have, they just because I am, they don't know. I am yeah. unable to assist them on the enemies, and I can obliterate every enemy. Um, if a host is really adamant that, um, like if I'm playing co-op and the host is really adamant that they won't follow me down here when I'm trying to show them the secret boss, um, the way boss health wor- health works in co-op. Sorry to bore you guys. Mm-hmm. The way boss health works in co-op is if you're fighting a boss and it's just you, that boss has their health bar. If you summon one cooperator, and this could be an AI cooperator listener like Nefeli Lu in Stormvale Castle, uh, that boss's health is increased by 60%. All of their resistances are increased by 50%. Ooh, okay. If you then summon a second cooperator, or if you have two people cooperators with you, which you can you can get up to two, the boss is now has 130% health, 100% to all its resist. No, it's still 50% to all its resistances and plus 100% to its poison resist. So, Ooh. if you effectively want to deal less than 50% damage to a boss, summon two invaders. If you want to have a good time with a boss, summon one. Mm. And you'll do well. Um, so, but, when, there's, when, when I'm the second summon and a boss won't go with me, I can go and kill that secret boss, the ulcerated tree spirit, on my own. I don't okay. need your fucking help. And, <laughs> and when I kill it, you'll get a golden seed and be able to upgrade your health flask. 
<laughs> so I do that all the time. And then like it's it's like I'm not really being helpful. I'm not helping this person explore the castle as they should. I'm being a cranky old man who's like, Well, you should see this sacred thing. <laughs> Fine, do it this way that I, I know, I know. I I'm like I it's one of the things I kind of dislike about myself as I do it. But they like I, I will go and do, if they refuse to drop and do the crucible night with me, I'll go down there and kill that thing. And as you do it, there's like two different spells you unlock. There's one, there's a scarab on the thing you drop down to to get to it. And if you kill that, you unlock a spell for the host. Mm. And then you kill the tree sentinel, who's like a mini boss down there. And you really want three people to fight that thing. I can kill it. Yeah. Uh, and you kill that thing. And then the host gets a thing called Aspect of the Crucible Horns, which, which is this crazy uh, charge spell where you like ram into an enemy super hard. Um and then once this is done, now that I'm down there, there is literally no way to get back to the host because only the host can unlock the elevator down here. And then I just sever my connection, return to my world, sign up for the next one. Mm. But you're getting that spell whether you like it or not. Yeah, you're my, we, I'm here. Let's get this done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, for Alex, who's making fat stacks, Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Oh, 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 oh,